This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Bockelman. <laughs> what? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Welcome back on the block for the second hour. Thank you for joining us tonight. Got some big things happening. Obviously, the weekend is on the way. This won't be the last time we probably have a discussion about the Super Bowl upcoming, but uh, we're going to touch on it and start the conversation tonight. And then also, we may get into a little bit more Husker talk and and trying to figure out what they have to do to get off the schnei tonight at 8 p.m. against the Minnesota Gophers there at PBA. So, Jake Bakovin, Eric Strickland, Thank you for joining us on the block with Stricken Bach at 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. So, Bach, you know, when the playoffs begin, man, you know, the regular season records are thrown all out the window. Uh, Something that you would need to know about this L.A. Rams team and Cincinnati Bengals team is that neither one of them totally dominated their, their, uh, their conferences. Both of them finished in their conference in the AFC and the NFC as the fourth seed. The Rams went 12 and 5, which was good for the fourth seed and the best in the West. And the Bengals won the AFC North, barely squeaking by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it just came down to the end of the season where it just finally started to reveal itself as to how that was going to play out with, with Pittsburgh and that whole situation. But to- their total win percentages are at 65%. It's the worst in Super Bowl history. They're having a cumulative record of 22 and 12 this season. So uh, as a result uh, of this particular Super Bowl, the matching of the two four seeds, which will be tied for the highest combined seeding since 1975, where that matchup was the Steelers versus the Packers. And so this, this particular Super Bowl, as you said, it doesn't have any particular glaring things it's not like a Tom Brady it doesn't seem to have the star power like an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes involved in it Uh, but it does seem to have some storylines that are presenting itself and there's some things that you know we'll be able to touch on and dig into a little bit with regards to this but how do you view it so far and 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 are you excited about this Super Bowl and, and what what may be the outcome of of two poor you know poor Super Bowl record teams uh, getting in it, um, you know, the Bengals being over and and uh, the Rams uh, winning winning uh, 
one or two. Yeah, it's it's kind of a fun storyline. I think it's going to be a fun Super Bowl. Um, you've, you've kind of got for most of these guys out there. I'm not sure if anybody on the rosters have won a Super Bowl. I have to go back and look, but you know, none of the ma- major players have. So you kind of get that special moment. I kind of like that um, as well as when you know that's the crowning achievement when when guys start to win their second and third, and they say, "Well, this one means more to me than my first one." I don't know if I believe them because you know it's you know it's your goal. You know the whole the whole goal. You know you kind of join this elite class of guys that have made it to the top of their profession and and you know there's just a whole cast of characters we do this in the NBA more so than the NFL but guys that are all-time greats hall of famers that didn't get that moment so regardless of what role you play um in the NFL on a Super Bowl team it's quite a special moment for you so I think that that's going to be a a pretty cool factor in all of this I I think the Rams having played in the Super Bowl a few years ago you know a lot of those guys aren't on this on the team anymore but some of them are I think that might help them a little bit but I was staying before the break I think there's a bit of a lack of star power uh, in this, and, and that's uh, that's the one thing that I don't, um, you know, and, and Jaron off the tech line is, is, says, have you seen the Rams roster? Uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald, OBJ, Stafford Cup, all those guys. Um, a, a lot of guys just kind of on the back half of their career, like the, the Von Miller, he's been a Super Bowl MVP, and there's there's my answer, by the way, to the guy that's been in the Super Bowl. Um, he's been a Super Bowl MVP, um, but he's kind of, you know, he's in the back half of his career. OBJ, his star isn't shining as brightly as it once has. I'm not saying there aren't any stars. I mean, I think that there are some guys there, but I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about more long-term, all-time, like, you know, if you win this, does this push you, you know, into this class over this guy? And we've kind of had, maybe kind of got spoiled with that with the Tom Brady's and, and talking about Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees and those guys um, and, and, and moving up. And, and a lot of this does revolve around the quarterback, and that's kind of where I first and foremost think, like, you know, does... does does this kind of move Matt Stafford into a different um, category, I suppose, if he wins this one? And I think it does to a degree, but you're not talking about a top 10 argument. Greatness. And, yeah, right. you know, all-time great. You're just kind of thinking, okay, now he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, still only has one Pro Bowl in his career. So, you know, and, and, and he puts up numbers. We all know what happened in Detroit. He got Detroit to the playoffs a few times. So uh, an impressive career. I'm not trying to talk it down. He's just, you know, it's it's just not the legacy thing's not quite there as much. I think for more than anybody, it is there for Aaron Donald, who is an absolute star um, and has been a three-time defensive player of the year and, and still, you could argue, is, is right there in his prime. Um, and so, you know, I think he'd be the guy that I'd, I would say probably shines the, the brightest star at this point in his career. And then the other part of it is Joe Burrow. We don't know how much more of this are we going to see out of Joe Burrow. And that and that and I guess that's part of it, it, it too, is just to me, um, you know, I like to follow year to year and, and kind of see whose big moment it is. And, and these just kind of seem like, I don't know if these are the best franchises or just the kind of the teams that got hot at the right time this year. Um, and, and sometimes that's great. And that can be an open, you know, an open tournament. It's kind of fun to have those every once in a while. But I've, I've always said, I like, College football, like college basketball, when the powers are great and you have like historical right. arguments and they're they're swinging at each other and you know um, neither of them feel like they're neither fan base feel like they're going to give an inch in this game. Um, you know the Bengals, it just feels like are kind of happy to be here in the Rams, despite the fact they have been here. You know you got to kind of feel the same way. They weren't necessarily the best team in the NFC West all year long, and then very late they took over that spot and just kind of rode that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah, and and check this out. Speaking of Aaron Donald, uh, file this one under your hard-to-believe stats for the Super Bowl. In eight seasons, Donald has been voted to the Pro Bowl eight times and has been named first-team All-Pro seven times. Now, check this. Incredibly, the Bengals as a team only have seven total Pro Bowl selections. So you're talking about that, (laughs) you know, that it factor. And they have zero All-Pros, which means – 
Aaron Donald's <laughs> numbers outnumbers them in total accolades all by himself. And then so moving on, though, as you look down their roster, you check this out. In total, the players that uh, are on the Rams roster right now, they have 38 Pro Bowl selections, 20 All-Pro nods, and it's led by Donald, of course. But Von Miller has eight Pro Bowls, three all-time pro All-Pros. Um, uh, well, he's a three-time All-Pro. Jalen Ramsey has five Pro Bowls, and he's also a three-time All-Pro. And Cooper Cup landed his first Pro Bowl and, and his first All-Pro this year. And so that is something now, now that don't, that's not taking none for granted. I think Joe Burrow will soon be one of those in that number. I think also Jamar Chase will probably find himself in there in time. But as of now, they seem as, um, as you know, Evan Bland said, you know, they seem to have it all on paper when you look at it from a standpoint right now, they seem to have it all on paper. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, they look like the the team that you would bet on, but the Bengals aren't new to that. That's that's what they've been going through this whole playoffs. They've been going through it all year, right? I mean, even when they they kind of started off hot, you were still thinking, okay, this is a flash in the pan. Eventually, the Bengals will bangle, and uh, you know they'll get down, and the Steelers or somebody, the Ravens, somebody else will take that division, uh, and then you can you know just kind of follow it as they've gotten better, but not marginally. But you know, it was marginal better. But um, the the fact that they've been able to get this far, I mean, again. It's a great story, and, and just kind of you know by itself. I think the Husker connection has certainly helped. You know, Zach Taylor um, is is going to get a lot of you know a lot of people rooting for him from from this state, obviously. Uh, and and it's in and, and you know they, they likely likely like Evan Bland did say there's some other guys. You know, the Troy Walters, the Stanley Morgan Juniors, even Brian Callahan, Bill Callahan's son, the offensive coordinator. There's some Husker ties there, so I think that um, there's going to be a lot of Bengals fans in Nebraska, and and in that way, it'll be more interesting than some previous Super Bowls where, you know, Nebraska used to have, if you remember, and I think this ended a few years ago, they had like the longest streak of having a player on the active roster for a Super Bowl um, for like since like the 90s, I believe, like early 1990. And, you know, that's just because Nebraska was throwing you know so many players into the NFL. And, and, and you know, obviously from, from from a winning culture, you know, you, you'd land on those teams and they'd help uh, get them to the Super Bowl. Uh, so it's nice to have that Husker flair back in there. Yeah. Um, and uh, But I am also also interested in this too how do you feel about the game being played at SoFi Stadium I mean that's wow. um, it's 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 a it's an amazing stadium I love it. it it looks very cool I definitely want to get there someday um, but home field uh, <laughs> didn't Tampa have home fields last year what's going on with these Super Bowls man it's is that not crazy it, it makes you kind of say Illuminati confirmed here we go again right it's like it's putting those guys in a home home court advantage situation. It's 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 quite crazy, you know. But I I could I could venture to say as cold as it is up in Cincinnati, uh, with that brick coming off that um, that water and off the uh, you know off the lakes and stuff like that, man. I, I would venture to say that um, they would basically love to get on a plane and fly down to SoFi and spend some time for a Super Bowl <laughs> uh, to make that happen. And it, it, it's kind of crazy too. And, and I was going back, man. And I was looking at some of the numbers and, and and checking this out, you know, and just intrigued by the fact that you know Matthew Stafford, the success that he's had, and and you know him having the most yards and TD passes of any qu- quarterback making a Super Bowl debut. You know what I mean? Over almost fifty thousand passing yards and three hundred twenty twenty three uh, TDs in the regular season. 
and he's been 0 for 3 in his playoff experiences before joining the Rams. And now he just did a reversal, which the Huskers would love to see, right? Going with their with their Big Ten record. Would that be like a story? You know what I mean? Like he's gone, he went 0 and 3 in his first three chances. Now all of a sudden he's 3 and 0, looming with a Super Bowl looming. Would that not be the greatest killer story to have like the Huskers to be the Ofer type team and then the next year come <laughs> back and win the Big Ten? That would, would that not be a story that would be crazy? <laughs> I'd definitely enjoy. Yeah, I've been mean, the worst to first thing. You know, it happens every, every you know in the NFL every year. It, it's kind of cool. It kind of keeps you alive. And, and we got some response out the text line too. Um, some people kind of agreeing with me. Eric says, you know, he loved it and he loves the Blue Bloods and basketball. It's fun when Kentucky or Duke are, are good, but he enjoyed um, Baylor and Gonzaga um, for yeah. the title last year. So it's kind of nice. And and I don't. You know, I'm not downplaying the, the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. It's going to be great. Um, um, and, it, and it's always fun. Uh, and the different uh, kind of teams that you kind of throw in there, it is nice to get new blood every once in a while. Um, but I will say that, that to, for me, it's just every once in a while. If you kind of have these trends continue. Um, and, it, and I don't know. Maybe it makes the playoffs more fun. I think we had one of the, the, the funnest playoffs of all time, right? Where, where it was, I think it's you all time. Yeah, if this you, game is good, Bach, I think it's by far all time. Oh yeah, I mean just all the storylines, the overtimes, the the like the, the late field goals, everything. I mean it was it was jam packed this year and, and hopefully the Super Bowl lives up to it. Um so, you know, I I mean I, I, I you could complain a bit about uh, about maybe not having um higher stakes as far as legacy on the line, but it it also could be the start of something. And that's that's something that I'm I'm interested in is, you know, this young this team we've talked about the Bengals uh, don't have a whole lot of accolades. Jamar Chase is 21 years old. Joe Burrow's in his second year in the league. Zach Taylor is is a young head coach. You know, all these um, guys kind of coming together without the kind of the opposite of the the, the Rams, right? The Rams are just a, a group of all stars kind of thrown together. Uh, you know, at, at certain points, some of them aging or whatever, but you know, meeting up in in Los Angeles and in Cincinnati seems to be kind of ahead of their time before they're they're getting all these accolades. Um, but you wonder if if this could be more than just a one year appearance for. Um, the Bengals, if this is going to be something to look out for, a team to look out for in the future. Um, if I had had to have you guess, which team would you say has the, more likely to make it back to the Super Bowl in the next few years? I, I would have to say Cincinnati hmm. because they, they can only grow from what they have. I mean, they have they have great youth on their team, and they've got them at those, those quality positions, right, both at the quarterback position, the wide receiver position with Jamar Chase. Then they've got T. Higgins. Obviously, you know, they're going to – continue to try to keep that or find somebody to continue that, that one, two combination. And then the running game with Mixon. I mean, if, 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 if they, that that's a one, two, three combination that that's reminiscent of what the old, the run that the the Cowboys used to have with Aikman and, and uh, Emmett Smith. And, and um, then you had Michael Irvin, right? So, you know, to have that base, and, 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 you know, to start that foundation with that type of, uh, uh, look with you that that bodes well for a, a significant future as long as they keep their defense and and they, they 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 they're able to make some upgrades with what they're able to do in their off seasons and and they're, and they're very and they make quality you've got to make quality picks if they do that you know uh, that's the case it's crazy that it seems to me that the Rams are looking like they're starting to be a destination place for people right they you know where they're able to get people to want to come and, and the addition of SoFi, which is a tremendous yeah. uh, uh, stadium is something to draw uh, into. And it's crazy how it shifted, right? Because it used to be the Cowboys, right? 
you know, when Jerry built Jerry's world, you thought they were just going to take over. But now it's it just seems like it's that's not the case. I'm waiting for the um, I'm waiting for the Kansas City Chiefs to do something significant. But I don't know. They've got so much history with 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 Arrowhead and, yeah. and the way that that stadium is. I don't know if they'll make a change. But I, I think some of these cold stadiums need to go ahead and stop playing and, and throw a roof on top. And <laughs> let, let, let's get it. You know, let, 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 let everybody want to come out there. I don't know if I want to go to the tundra, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think I have any. Uh, uh, I don't care. I don't care what time of the season is. I don't want to be in that tundra cold. Don't yeah yeah it's fascinating too and by the way we're getting some response too after now two teams uh the last couple of years uh making it to the super bowl the, the host cities making it there we had uh, somebody do some research and found out the cardinals are are hosting next year i'm a cardinals fan that must mean they're going to the super bowl so uh i'll be Shoot. pretty excited about that ain't no telling with kyler murray uh you know yeah. cutting everybody off with all, uh, who's gonna be the quarterback to take them there i don't know no, i'm just playing i don't i'm not saying that's the case that's speculation <laughs> but there is something that is um that's out there Bach that I wanted to throw out right um you know these this is one of the only times in a long time that two NFL number one quarterbacks are going to meet in a Super Bowl it is a very rare thing that's happened you would think that it would happen more often the yeah. last time that it happened was in uh, uh 2016 when um when the, the two overall number ones of Peyton Manning and uh, with the Broncos and Cam Newton, they met in Super Bowl 50. So this will be the first time that two number ones are going to meet. You know, Stafford was drafted in 09, 11 years later. Here comes Joe Burrow in 2020, and they're going to go head to head. Who do you think is to not? Yeah, and, and I think Joe Burrow's got – it's like the, the, the fastest to get there in his second year as far as from the number one position. Um, so that is fascinating. You know, we spend so much time looking at the NFL draft and thinking that number one pick uh, changes the, the, the landscape of the league a lot. But, you know, there's a lot of guys – that it, it doesn't quite get there, even if they have very good careers. You know, I, I kind of look through the, you know, the guys since, um, since, since Stafford, you, have, you know, Andrew Luck um, certainly was, was close a few times, retired early. Um, you know, you mentioned Cam Newton kind of had that one big year close, no cigar. Kyler Murray uh, still kind of waiting to see out there. Jared Goff was a number one pick. Of course, the Rams yeah. have now taken two number one picks um, to the Super Bowl, one of their own, which was Jared Goff. Uh, of course, uh, you know, you go further back in time, you have uh, the Sam Bradfords, the Jameis Winston's they were never really close Baker Mayfield doesn't look like he's on that path so you know a lot of those times those guys they they don't quite turn around into to franchise uh, changing quarterbacks but a few of them have gotten to the Super Bowl but just since Stafford none of them have crossed that line and gotten the win so that made me makes me think that maybe Joe Burrow will get it but ultimately another thing to look out for and, and somebody mentioned it off the text line as well um, the Bengals Offensive line needs some help, and it's not a major. Good, yeah, it, they give up. Uh, Joe Burrow got sacked more than anybody else in the league this year, uh, and obviously Facts. this was coming off a year where he kind of got beat up behind that line in his rookie year, and um, and this is not the this you know the group you want to go up against. You know, Aaron Donald, we mentioned Von Miller, uh, a little or Leonard Floyd in there as well. Um, you know, this is this is a, a scary group for that offensive line, and so that's why you know among other things, uh, you know, home field advantage, all that stuff. I am leading toward the Rams, uh, but mostly I think the biggest mismatch is that that pass rush uh, against that offensive line for the Bengals. And see the crazy thing about this, right? You don't realize just how equally so right you you have that type of dominance on 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 the defensive side right and joe burrow's taken a lot of l's as far as sacks on the offensive side right but coincidentally the crazy thing about it is the rams and the Bengals have scored exactly the same amount of uh points 
through the season at 460. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Ranking them seventh in the NFL, averaging 27 points per game, right? But then on top of that, their defensive numbers are kind of close as well with the defense allowing 372 points for the Rams and the Bengals uh, giving up 376. So it's 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 you 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 can kind of look at these different edges, but at the end of the day, they're very evenly matched teams. Yeah, Crazy. yeah. There's and and then like like we've already said, both of them being the fourth seed, and um, you know, not expect not expected at the beginning of the season, much less well, on the Rams more so at the beginning of the season, but uh, not expected at the begin beginning of the season or at the beginning of this playoffs to make this run. Um, it, it is it you know it, it it's one of those things where you you can and, and I'm doing it. I'm I'm slightly giving the Rams the, the the you know on paper. I think they have the slight advantage, but again, Cincinnati's already overcome that. And then there's other numbers that you can go out there and throw out there, and like you you just pointed out that that say they maybe be a little bit more evenly matched so um it, it's going to be fascinating how about the uh, someone on the text line also mentions how about the halftime show uh, it says he's gonna have to take out some of his old cds because uh i think they have snoop, snoop dogg and eminem and dr dre i think and dr dre after uh, after that justin timberlake one back there in the mid-2000s i didn't think we'd ever <laughs> see a snoop dogg and dr dre and eminem out there do you think there's going to be some endo in the air? <laughs> you think there's going to be some uh, uh, cannibalistics? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, flying in the air uh, out there on the with somebody get some contact when they come back on the field. After <laughs> they might. You might have to look out for that because you know it's California. It's uh, it's all it's all legal out there to begin with. So uh, <laughs> and it's a Snoop Dogg any Snoop Dogg concert. I don't think there's ever Boy. been a Snoop Dogg concert in the history of of Snoop Dogg to not have that as a factor as well. <laughs> Well, it goes to show you how you're going to get it in, right? It, like security's like at an all-time <laughs> high. Like, how do you get it in? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, uh, hey, that's neither hey, here nor there. Hey, we're, they not, might, we're not putting any judgment. Like I said, they're, they're, you know, that's pretty legal out there. I don't know if it'll be to get it into the stadium, but they might try out our idea first. Weren't anybody out there in oh. California? Uh, maybe instead of a brewski at the game, you have a, have a, have a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, the good good stuff, good stuff, man. We're going to take a break right here, pay some more bills. Thank you for again for joining us here on The Block. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about the Husker sellout at the baseball field there at Haymarket Park. Have a good one. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 